1: with Money and Allie. I'm Frank. I'm Ernest. We're back. We are. And bigger and better than ever. And the raunchier. Two, two-thirds of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two-thirds of us is me. Yes, I'm the one-third. You're the one-third. The better one. That's right. The better part of me. I love it, raunchy. <laughs> but you have to listen to our last podcast to understand why we're making fun of raunch. Right, because we talk about things that some people might consider
0: Mm -hmm. raunchy.
1: We talked about sex, that thing most of you are not having. Exactly,
0: (laughs) or not happy about. At least constructively,
1: or productively, or happily, or (laughs) satisfactorily, or uh, fulfillment-wise. Yeah, okay. And so, you know what you do instead? You drink. Yep. We're going to talk about binge drinking. What is that and what mm-hmm. isn't it? Okay, there's a new cultural phenomenon on the move, and it's uh, it's being perpetuated by Hollywood, mm-hmm. believe it or not. That it's actually stars. something healthy coming out of Hollywood. Yeah. Kim Kardashian, J-Lo, others. Kate Beckinsale. Yep, have all decided. Well, and so Ivanka Trump and the president actually practices sober living. I know Some people are like Man it'd be so much better to take If we thought he was drinking While he was tweeting Yeah actually (laughs) That was my last hope (laughs) But he's not a drinker You know why? Because his brother Died a gruesome death Of alcoholism Hmm. And he decided Not for me And so Ivanka does not drink either I think she's also a vegan Which is probably why She's like Holy crap The most beautiful person I've honestly Ever seen in my life I'm not kidding to see her in person is like to behold like the 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 cast of of beauty the god was like yep this, this is perfection one. this yeah. is what she gets i'm telling you i mean it's just she's a, she's just stunning all right mm-hmm. and so part of her beauty too is i think is that she's very sober she's she's measured mm-hmm. in her speech she's measured in her emotions mm-hmm. um and i think we could use some more of that in mm-hmm. this country so alcoholism versus binge drinking. Why did you want to talk about this?
0: Because it's so, so prevalent among college campuses, um, especially because when you're under 21, you can't buy alcohol. And so what people do is, before they go to parties, is down shots at mm-hmm. someone's apartment. So you're just consuming copious amounts of alcohol before you go out because you know you can't buy it. right? And it's having the same effect on your bodies that actual alcoholism and alcoholism. Yeah, like chronic alcohol yes, where yeah. you have to be dependent on alcohol and people right. are saying, Well, I'm I'm not an alcoholic because I'm not dependent, I don't have to drink. And I'm like Yeah, yeah but every week at five o'clock on a Friday says differently.
1: Yeah. And and we yeah. It, yeah. Right. Because no one wants to be dubbed the alcoholic. Yeah. Right.
0: And we make jokes about how it's not alcoholism until you graduate college. And I'm like, no, it's still alcoholism. Uh, Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, and we had something happen at our holiday party that we talked about on the air where um, there was a person who was extremely intoxicated Mm -hmm. and was not able to make a sound decision regarding um, her personal space. Right. Mm -hmm. And there was another person there who was not as intoxicated, Mm
0: -hmm. if at all,
1: who made a decision for her. And so we addressed it at Mm -hmm. our party. We've addressed it on the airwaves. Um, And how is it that people get themselves into those into the positions they don't want to be in? And many times it has to do with alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, check this out. So taxpayers, you ready (laughs) for this? Binge drinking costs us. As of this was in 2010. Oh wow, two hundred years ago. Two hundred and forty-nine billion dollars. A year that's two dollars and five cents a drink Binge drinking binge drinking this is not Alcoholism this yeah. is binge drinking I'm About to define what the differences are According to the CDC I'm on the CDC's Website these costs resulted from Losses in workplace productivity health care Expenditures criminal justice costs And other expenses binge drinking was Responsible for 77 percent of these costs or a hundred and one hundred and ninety One billion dollars are wow. you ready So what is the difference between alcoholism and binge drinking? Mm, The National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism defines binge drinking as a pattern of drinking that brings a person's blood alcohol concentration, your BAC, to 0.8 grams percent or above. This typically happens when men consume five or more drinks or women consume four or more drinks in about two hours. Most people who binge drink are not alcohol dependent Who binge drinks? One in six U.S. adults binge drinks about four times a month Consuming about seven drinks per binge This results in 17 billion total binge drinks consumed by adults annually Or 467 binge drinks per binge drinker Wow Binge drinking is, like you just said, is most common among younger adults aged 18 to 34 years, but more than half of the total binge drinks are consumed by those aged 35 and older. Hmm. This is really okay. Binge drinking is twice as common among men than among women. Again, if these stats are 2010, I'm going to disagree with that. And I bet, and I could pull up more uh, recent yeah. stats, but judging by my friends, and the wine clubs and in the bourbon clubs and the cigar clubs and all these different clubs that have popped up in the past 10 years of that all center around drinking.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: I can tell you these stats are definitely off, but this stat really blew me away. Binge drinking is more common among people with a household income of $75,000 or more and higher educational levels. Binge drinkers with lower incomes and educational levels, however, consume more binge drinks per year. But it's less of them who are
0: binge drinking. You got it. And it makes sense because, again, no one wants to be perceived as an alcoholic. Right. If you do have higher education levels or if you do make more money. But the reality is your body thinks you are. Right.
1: Your Which body, is why we're bringing attention to this. Yes,
0: your body is responding the exact same way as if you were someone who consumed two or three drinks a day. Right, but through it's, binge drinking. Exactly, but the problem is now... It's even more of a strain, yeah. Because you're literally just pummeling your body with alcohol, that it is not able your pancreas, to process. Your liver, yeah. yeah, It's it's not able to process through well, and it's causing a lot of problems in your life, in your sex life, in in your yeah. financial life. I mean, this bad things happen yeah. when people are
1: drunk. <laughs> no, absolutely. So the CDC goes on to say, you know, there are many problems with binge drinking that include unintentional injuries such as car crashes, falls, burns, alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. Had a bad case yeah. of that one time girl it's that gold slogger will not you notice it's not in our bar uh for yeah. a reason yeah. well you should not be drinking gold flakes when you start throwing up black at, stuff <laughs> yeah call poison control i'm telling you violence including homicide suicide intimate partner violence and sexual assault sexually transmitted diseases Unintended pregnancy and poor pregnancy outcomes, including miscarriage and stillbirth, fetal alcohol spectrum disorder, sudden infant death syndrome, chronic diseases such as high blood pressure, stroke, heart Mm -hmm. disease, and liver disease, cancer of the breast, mouth, throat, esophagus, liver, and colon, memory and learning problems, and alcohol dependence. And all of these happen at a
0: higher rate when you're binge Binge drinking. drinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, right. And, And we're bringing it up because it's January when a lot of you are trying to dry out. Yeah. And it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but I, you know, I was driving away uh, a couple of days ago. I was coming to the station and I thought about you. And um, I think you guys had taken, anytime you take an Uber to go out, I know you're planning on having a a beverage. Yeah. Because we just don't do that. We don't drink and drive in in our house. Well, I also
0: can't. Physically, like my, I. Oh, yeah,
1: you're on meds. Yeah, yeah. And
0: that's another and they thing. Lower need to know. Right. They lower my tolerance, right? They personally lower my yeah, tolerance. If you're on so antidepressants, uh,
1: antibiotics, yep.
0: uh, blood pressure. So if my, I'm going to have more than one drink, yeah. I have to Uber, and I'm not one to binge drink, but I just know. Yeah. If I'm going to have
1: two drinks, I got to Uber. Right. Well, and I thought to myself, hmm, okay. She's Ubering. It's been the holidays. And you guys have been, like, out and about. Mm -hmm. And alcohol has been a very big part of our holiday celebration. Um, And I've noticed that, you know, myself – as someone who you know, as someone who is in that earning bracket and that social bracket of well, it's just we're getting together and yeah. you know, just so have many some
0: activities involve alcohol. alcohol,
1: right? Where it's like let's have fire pit night and bring the alcohol, yeah, you know, B-Y-O-B. bring the yeah. yeah, BYOW, yeah, you know, and it's like yeah, although my friends don't, <laughs> that's another podcast, yeah, but, yeah. So if someone says bring the alcohol, they mean it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a
1: choice. Yeah. It's not enough. It's not a suggestion.
0: No, it's, it's a declaration. Not... <laughs> it's it's your guaranteed entry into the house. Right.
1: If you're going to binge drink, bring your own crap to binge on. Yeah. Not mine. It's expensive. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> We don't drink cheap stuff anymore. No, exactly. Nothing that comes in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Am I fr- and listen, you know you got a national problem when people are willing to drink Fruit of the Vine out of a box. Oh, yeah. That is wrong. It is wrong. Anything is that wrong. comes in a, a box or snob. plastic. That like wrong. Yeah. Yeah, vodka and plastic. It's like, what? No, oh, alcohol and plastic. What are we doing? I don't even use essential oils that come in plastic. How <laughs> <laughs> like, the hell am I going to drink alcohol out of, out of a plastic bottle? Yeah. Okay. We don't do that. Here. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> here we are, like, laughing. But I it's know. okay. But Be- it's true. Because, listen, I mean, you got to find – listen, we drink. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole – a lot of people drink. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're an alcoholic, but I think there's some real benefit to... You know, this be sober and mm-hmm. I could go to the Bible and quote, be sober, don't be drunk. The, and, you know, I love it because one of my one of my spiritual mentors brought me a bottle of wine at our Christmas party. And she was like that. And she quoted a scripture. She handed it to me. Wine and she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Paul told Timothy that wine, wines, a little bit of wine is good for the belly. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, girl, my belly could use it. Yeah. So no, I was thank I, you.
0: I think, too, though, people are afraid of how different their lives may look. If they do stop drinking. Right. Because when I took inventory of what I was doing and how much alcohol played a part, I became almost like a hermit. Right. (laughs) Because I realized so many of the activities I was doing with my friends were. Centered around
1: alcohol. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I just got tired of
1: that. Right. So here's something that I just want to warn you guys about if you're going to dry out. okay, you have to think of it in terms of and I don't mean just dry out. I mean, like make a decision, a conscientious decision that maybe for the next six months, for the next year, you're going to see how different. Just make it a challenge with yourself. Mm -hmm. How different how how different will your social groups look? Mm hmm your how much of your bottom line might increase with your business. How better will you how much better will you sleep? Because your day will literally be taken up with activities that you're gonna have to find an outlet. So it's probably gonna be exercise, walking, reading, things that you now take up time with alcohol that you know, binge eating comes with binge drinking. Let's mm-hmm. be real. The Drunchies bi- are real. Yeah. <laughs> Grunchies?
0: Drunchies. Drunchies. And cookout is not your friend, even though <laughs> Even though the burger slap, especially whenever alcohol is involved, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's not
1: your friend. It's not your friend. Yeah, your hips will thank you. Yes. for And your heart and your blood vessels. Yes. And everything will thank you for putting down the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm kind of, you know, I think it's kind of sexy, this whole new lifestyle of, you know, living, uh, living uh, soberly. I will say that you're probably going to have to attack it. From the same vantage point, if you've ever been a, smoke, a smoker, I have been a smoker. I can tell you that I couldn't have long phone conversations anymore. My meals altered. I could not hang out at the bar. I could not show up for happy hour. I could not play trivia. Until I got past that point mm-hmm. of it tempting me and triggering me. And because with alcohol came a smoke, Mm -hmm. with a long phone conversation came a smoke, with stress came a smoke, Um, after sex came a smoke. Uh, I mean, any, any number, I had habits that were working in tandem with my smoking. But the, but you know what, but here's the worst one. You ready? And I admitted this on one of my podcasts recently. Smoking was mine. Mm
0: -hmm. It
1: was my secret It was the only thing I had in my life at the time because your father was dying. Mm -hmm. And even my own cardiologist was like, don't give it up because your life is too stressful right now. Don't even try to make that kind of a change in your life. But when your father passed away and I had to have heart surgery for a congenital birth defect and I tried to pick up a cigarette again and my heart took off racing and I thought I was going to drop dead. I literally got scared to death out of smoking. So that fear was so raw that i i was like i don't ever want nicotine Mm -hmm. in my mouth ever again but you
0: still had to make those lifestyle changes i had to
1: and you have to not be
0: afraid of that i mean again for me my life looked very hermit like because i am still and i'm still in the process of finding new social circles i'm in the process yeah. of finding new activities that are fun that don't have to involve alcohol and also fun fact a lot of atlanta bars now are turning say, to the, mock the, the
1: mocktail yeah like that's likewise like becoming a thing it is it's a big thing it's like, on like, menus now oh yeah
0: like likewise in pont city market um their bar in the citizen supply store there on the second floor they have a whole section of their mocktails. menu that's mocktails and they're great yeah they taste amazing and you feel great afterwards because yeah
1: you're sober and another thing that's good is is, but I see a lot of my friends who were I I say were alcoholics I don't you know I don't subscribe to that lifetime mantra of hi I'm Monica and I've been sober for 40 years and I'm still an alcoholic and I understand Mm -hmm. I get the mantra I get it that you could go back well you could go back to anything people who have given up porn you know who have overcome that it's like can people ever be allowed to fully be set free and overcome without having to identify themselves as what they used to practice?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it's just more of a, again, it's more of an understanding of the fact that relapse is almost always possible. Absolutely. So, but I understand the label, like
1: not wanting to la- continually like, label I, people. Correct, because I like complete and total freedom. So, And that's me. But I will say that a lot of my friends who... uh would consider themselves alcoholics, will usually have something that involves bubbles. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a soda water. It's going to be soda and lime, uh, anything carbonated, mm-hmm. you know. And and I think it just kind of gives you that same, you know, it's kind of like, remember the Chinese and they're, they're saying about cigarettes and people who smoke?
0: Oh, it's a nurturing thing. My lips
1: are lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. My lips are lonely. Mm-hmm. Why so, do you
0: drink? Your heart is lonely. Your heart, normally. Yeah.
1: Normally, your heart is lonely Mm -hmm. and or you're dissatisfied. Yeah, you're you're just something is not fulfilled. Yeah. And even if you're like, well, this is just crap. I just like to take a load off on Friday afternoons. We are actually talking directly to you. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. This is
0: for you. Yeah. This is for
1: you because your body, your whole point in this was, mom, people don't understand that your body still responding to the binge drinking Mm -hmm. as if you were an alcoholic.
0: And why do you feel the need to drown your week in alcohol? Why does it have to be taking a load off with three shots? Right. What, what else could you be taking okay, a load off Okay, so what can with? people
1: do? Instead of taking a load off, my personal advice would be, why don't you sit down and recap the week and write out your achievements, things that you can acknowledge as accomplishments, and then maybe reward yourself with a nice, uh, you know, uh, for as much money, me personally, just give this a shot. As much money as we spend on alcohol, you could actually hire someone to come in on a Friday night and cook for you and your wife. Mm-hmm. You could hire someone as a celebratory meal for a week. Well done. Yeah. Maybe you made it through a week without drinking. That's something to actually celebrate, but without alcohol. So maybe it's like a mind shift of, okay, how can I celebrate my accomplishments instead of focusing on God Almighty? I hate my boss and thank God I made it through another week, or my ex is just such a dirt bag yeah. and I, you know, and I made it through that. You know, how can you celebrate? You know, anything Mm -hmm. without it having to involve an alcoholic beverage or, you know, trick your mind into thinking that you are having one, like I said, with a carbonated, you know, mocktail. mocktail.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many options and there are so many fun things you could be doing um, that don't involve alcohol. Again, it just takes that determination to have a mind shift. And, and you know, another point, too, I'm not demonizing alcohol. I'm not demonizing no, having, you know, a drink. Or I'm having, Greek. I'm yeah, German. Exactly. We drink. We're European. We drink. Right. But the point is the mentality of it. It's, it's the why behind, you know, right. why does every weekend have to involve multiple nights of going out, partying, drinking? What other things could you be doing? And when I finally got to that point in my mind where I was like, this isn't even fun. I don't even like people. I do not want to be out in a club. I do not want to be drinking. The only reason why I can tolerate it or could tolerate it was because I was drinking. <laughs> so it's like, this. I don't even like this. And it did take some time of being alone. It took some time of changing, making different decisions. Right. Um, but, you know, eventually you get to a place where you find fun things that you enjoy doing and that you don't have to make excuses for. Just because I like being a hermit doesn't mean I'm, you know, depressed or I'm whatever. Like, I just personally
1: don't like people. Right. Yeah, when you're drinking, you can't do much else. No. I I mean, think about that. Yeah. Like, so for me, for me, it's kind of like that. Okay, I'd really like to have, like, I was doing something the other night. I was reading something and I was really relaxed. And I thought, and I was really into what I was reading. And I thought, you know, a nice glass of wine. Would, is just kind of like calling to me right now where it would just be nice to en- I had my fireplace going, mm-hmm. my candles lit, and I thought, you know, it'd be nice to just enjoy a nice sip of wine. And I instantly thought, yeah, it would. Um, but as soon as I take a sip of that wine... I'm no longer going to be as focused on mm-hmm. what I'm reading and then I'm going to get the munchies mm-hmm. and then I'm going to want to go to sleep and it's going to take me off of the task that I'm on. So I just invoked my own self-discipline and said, mm, no, I'm going to wait. And I ended up not even having anything yeah, because, and I got to tell you, this is not an affront and on any kind of a dig on American products okay, mm-hmm. or wine. I personally do not do well with domestic Wines, I yeah. just don't. Yeah. Between or um, sulfites, mm-hmm. nitrites, those things have, and a lot nitrates. of people have those
0: allergies that they Absolute, don't even know. They about. don't even know it. Yeah. And you
1: wonder why you keep blacking out after a couple of glasses of wine, and your body's literally having an allergic reaction mm-hmm. to the things that you put preservatives that we put in our mm-hmm. in our wines. I go to Europe. I can literally go through a my your papu and I did it mm-hmm. at dinner. We would have like a, a flask of beer in a in a in a half cara like a carafe of wine together at dinner. I could drive a car. I would be I was totally no one was drunk. We weren't yeah. even tipsy. Yeah. And we're like what is the difference with this? And it was just completely the organic and natural yeah. and and straight from the source and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And so But, but it you're just...
0: harming you're harming yourself. You're harming your body. The more you binge drink, the more harm you're causing your body and the more potential like dangerous positions you're putting yourself in. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the truth and it just doesn't have to be that way. Right. Especially if you're young. Right. You have the choice now to be able to change it.
1: Mocktails are in. Yes, they are. Sober living is sexy. Sober living is sexy. That needs to be a hashtag. Sober living is sexy. Probably is. Uh, yes. It probably is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You can find us on Twitter at Monica on your talk and. Alley Cat on air. On, uh, see, we're both on air. I know. I like it. Yep. I'm back up on Facebook now. Monty Matthews. Are you? I thought you got banned. No, no. They took okay. down one of my posts about the Russians. They thought oh, I was good. being mean. Yeah, well, but I'm back. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, iTunes, Stitcher, thank you for sharing our podcasts. Spotify. And, uh, and Spotify. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you can also tell your Alexa, hey, play the Monica Matthews podcast, Mm -hmm. and that'll pop up. It'll take you straight to my website. Leave us a voicemail on our website, on my website, monicamatthews.com. Let us know what you think about this, anything you want to chime in on. We'd love to hear from you. We love you. I'm Ernest. I'm Frank. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I guess you got what you came for.